When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Hello and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. Always, always a pledge. Always a pledge. We're both fresh, fresh off the plane back from vacay. Fresh from the Instagram vacay. Yes. I mean, if you follow either of us, you are disgusted and you hate <laughs> us and we're the worst. But we're back. We are back. And listen, I, I want to say before we get into the episode, I just want to let the listeners know how appreciative I am of them. Yes, we love you. I, I am. I, I like... The people who listen to the show because, listen, some of these are tough listens. Some yeah. of these, you're hit with truth bombs that maybe you weren't ready to hear on a Wednesday afternoon, Thursday morning. Makes you uncomfy. This ain't a comfy pod. This is a discomfort pod. This is about shaking it up. You're here at the truth zone to get hit in the face with a batch of truth. Okay? It's coming flying at you. I'm throwing honesty on your face all over it. Yes. And smushing it the in. The honesty is going to sit on your face. Sit right there. And it's going to harden. And then it's going to be tough to wash off. So listen, I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for telling a friend. I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for coming to the live shows or already having purchased to the live, uh, tickets to live shows. I did a show last night at the, the Comedy Cellar. All these people coming up saying hello. And then they're like, I'm coming in November. I'm coming amazing. in November. That's going to be an amazing, amazing show. Uh it's going to be like uh, a Beyonce concert. Yes. But with more tears and probably less tears, actually. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, more laughs. Yes. I'll, I'll, we will out-funny Beyonce. I can promise. I, th- I guarantee. think we can promise that. Yeah. I can, I can, can make that we promise. We can deliver on that. Absolutely. Yeah. Beyonce is hysterical, though. So In close not. quarters. Definitely. <laughs> not, not on stage. She's right. a great dancer. But listen. No, I'm joking. She's not funny. We, we, um. <laughs> we want to thank you. Now... Let me now, now. Let me turn it. Okay. Okay. Switch it up. I'll thank you. See, this is the type of dictator I would this be. It's like a compliment sandwich. Compliment sandwich. Thank you. Now, turn up the volume. If you haven't told a friend, you're nothing to me. <laughs> I don't want to look at you. I don't want to talk to you. If you haven't got your tickets to live shows, you're out of your mind. If you haven't told the group chat, you're at. You're nuts. You're nuts. You're crazy. You're out of control. Lock yourself up. Lock it up. So now is the time. And also, this is the season. This is the season people need this podcast most. Right. I think the summertime is when people get into podcasts because there's, I, I say it's the podcast season. So you got free time. 
I was thinking about this the other day. Someone asked me about ghosting. Like I was doing an interview with somebody. Right. And then off the top of my head, I, I had this thought. Okay. I was like, if you think of dating like a sales cycle, okay? Okay. You guys are a media company. You, you, you are the, the cock of a media company, the COC. Okay. Chief of content. Yes. You guys have a sales cycle, okay? Yes. When you bring in new, you know, media people and bring in new advertisers. That's right. dating works a lot like that, okay? Time spring to re- refresh the the queue. Well, spring is the spring is opening new business is is cold calling. Okay, that's when you meet new people. Summer is when you're you're trying to sell. Okay, okay. right now is closing season. Like cuffing season. Cuffing season, is that the same thing? Same thing, similar because we're talking about it's fucktember, fucktober. (laughs) Right now, everyone's because in the summer you have so many excuses, so you are meeting all these new people over the spring and summer. You're opening new business, and then you're you're like, oh, we should do next week. Ah, I got my beach vacation. Ah, I got the wedding. Ah, I got. There's a lot of built-in excuses in the summer. Season's over. Excuse season's over. Now. You're saying, I got the paper in front of you. Let's sign some deals. Right. Because now you're going, hey, we met at the beach. We met at the pool. We've been dating for three months. Technically. And and now it's, are you free next week? And you go, everyone's free. Right. It's fall time. During the fall, there's less excuses. Exactly. And that's when you know if someone really wants to see you. That's when the plan. And that's when people, and I'm noticing this about my DMs. I don't know about you. Mm -hmm. And- I have a Patreon account where you can pay for advice. <clears throat> plug, plug. Um, okay. Plug, plug. Um, but people are asking more questions than ever. Right. Because it's that transition time. Now it's time to go, hey, are we going to do that date we talked right. about all summer? Yeah. That's why I call it Fucktober, Fucktember. <laughs> because right now you're having that third-ish date. And then over the winter is when people become long-term clients. Right. So we're not there yet. We're at that transitional season where people are figuring out. This is the most anxious season. This is the most anxious season. Yes. There's always, and I feel like there's, there's, when I get DMs where people talk to me, they're always like, I feel so, I don't know what to do. I just feel all this anxiety about all this, like this dating. And is he going to text me? And when do I answer him? And if I had sex with him, was it too soon? And is it, was it not soon enough? Blah, 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 blah. And like, I think all that stuff is very normal. It's weird. It's, the most normal, right? that's the whole point of like what we're talking about on this show. But like right now, it's the most normal to feel like what's going Seasonal. on. Yes. This is like, this is the gray area. It's the gray area. It's yeah. the, tr- and also now you're put face to face with a yes or a no. Mm-hmm. The summer you're put face to face with a lot of maybes. Right. I got this. I got that. I got the wedding. I got the bachelorette. I got right. the bachelorette. I'm seeing you. I could be seeing a million people. Yeah. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Fall, it's a yes or a no. Yeah. Are Not you meeting that? a ton of new people. No, I had a girl, she DM'd me. She was like, I met this guy and, um, you know, we went on two dates and then the other night he sent me, we've done this subject on the show, but she was like, he sent me a, like a you up text and I was disappointed by that. And I'm like, yeah, this is the time of year you're going to get disappointed by shit. Like, this is right. the time of year where someone's going to go reveal themselves of what they were well, looking for. Well, this is for. the time that, yeah, well, you should also reveal yourselves, too. It's like you've had your fun summer. Yeah, what are we and doing? And now it's totally okay to be like, hey, I'm not looking to just be, like, hooking up late night. Let's do whatever. Or you say, oh, missed that text. 
Uh, free for drinks. Like there you, you go. can play that game too. You can play the game. Um, but when I'm, this is all a long way of saying people need this show. You do. If you are listening right now, tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, and we're doing some live shows. I don't know if we've mentioned it on this. Have we? Have we mentioned it? <laughs> I don't know if anyone's heard us talk about our live shows, but we are coming. <laughs> To a city near you, and our next leg of our tour is in the South. I'm so excited. If it's, you call Florida the South, do you? I think so. Sort Miami of. Miami gets left out of the South. Com- or it is, it is so- more South than a lot of other Southern cities. Um, <laughs> you would know by the people. A lot of exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're okay. So October 10th, uh, Miami. October 11th, Orlando. October 12th, Atlanta. October 13th, Nashville. We've got some exciting guests lined up. We've already announced a couple. We have um, Orlando Joey Fatone. I mean, I can't believe I just said that. I'm so excited. That is the um. And listen, so I know we we have a lot of mutuals. Yeah, a lot of mutual friends. Uh, somehow I'm finding this mm-hmm. out as I excitedly tell people Joey Fatone is coming on the show, and they're like, "Oh, I know him." They go, "He's the best." I heard he's really funny. Funny. Awesome. I know yeah. that uh, he I'm, does. He does some impractical jokers. Have you ever watched that show? Well, I I know Sal. Oh, really? Yeah, we should have him on that. the show. Sal's uh, the we best. We should definitely have him on we the show. I'm obsessed with that show. Oh, you know, you it's like that? so funny. So Sal, I, I, I was at his, uh, not to name, I was at his bachelor party. Oh, I, wow. Because I was at the Cellar Vegas and his bachelor party was there. So oh, like one of the invited. nights. Wasn't invited. Okay. I, did, I did a drop-in. Okay. <laughs> so, which everyone loves on their bachelor party. Right. But um, no, so I know that he does, someone told me last night he does the Impractical Jokers Cruise. Okay. And they fuck with Joey by doing in sync, and then he comes up and sings Bachelor, Backstreet Boys. That's funny. At a, a karaoke, right? Can you imagine? Like, they're, if you're listening around our age, that's amazing. That's like the most amazing thing. Yes, they were the biggest in the world. It's like Inception or something. Yeah. Right? So Joey Fatone's going to be in Orlando, and so Miami, we're we're working on guests. Orlando, we got Joey Fatone, and if you haven't bought your ticket, just do it now. Stop it. Stop it. Just come. Stop putting it off. Stop being like, I don't know what I'm going to do. No, 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 no. Get the ticky now. <laughs> Get your group chat. Get the, the friend who goes, well, I don't know. It's a long week. Nah, 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 nah. You got nothing else to do. You got nothing. You have no one. You have no friends. But bring the people you think are your friends. Exactly. Betches.co slash UUP live. Yes. Betches.co slash UUP live. Miami, October 10th. Orlando, October 11th. Atlanta, October 12th. Nashville, a very special guest, October 13th. You heard it here. Jed from The Bachelorette. All the questions you want asked. We'll be asking. Yes. If you have any questions for him specifically, he's the guy. If you if you don't remember him, he's the guy on The Bachelorette <laughs> who... Um, he's the guy who got got. Had a girlfriend <laughs> and... Um, they weren't a girlfriend. Wh- it wasn't whatever. his girlfriend. Oh, he just said, I love you, and she met his parents. We'll get on. You we'll can get already into tell. That. We have a lot to talk we'll about We'll get into them. that on stage. But if you have questions or if you want to come on stage with Jared and I, and we've gotten a lot of submissions for dating app profiles. We also want to do some guys. So if you're a guy and you're coming to one of the shows... Um, send your profile into you up live at betches.com or send a text conversation that you want interpreted to you up live at betches.com. Stop sending your, your text convos to Jared. He doesn't no, have time for it. I'm done. Send it to you up live at betches.com and we will go through it on stage. You're going to have so much fun. All of this information is in the description of today's episode. So you can go find the emails where you send your, your live stuff. You can find where you get the tickets. The most important thing is that this tour is now officially sponsored. 
It is. Uh, very I'm excited. So excited. It's very cool. Uh, not because, uh, just because it's always cool to have a sponsor, but I think the sponsor aligns with this audience perfectly. Very well. Yeah, I've always, I mean, like, we stay, okay, so our sponsor is the, is the Moxie Hotel. Yep. We stayed at the one in Chicago. They have locations all around the country. They even have some in Europe, too. We're going to be staying at the Moxie Hotels on our whole tour. Yep. We really loved it. It's like, it's great. We were saying it's like the modern day, like, saloon. Yeah, it, it was like a millennial saloon. You know, yes. in the old west, you'd come in and there would be the bar and exactly. they'd serve you a drink and then you'd go upstairs with... You know, your lady or man, <laughs> and you'd go and like the guy in the corner playing the banjo. Right. And that's what it feels like because every ho- every Moxie Hotel, first of all, the price point is made for a group trip. It's made for a bachelor bachelorette party. When you get to the Moxie Hotel, they're going to give you their a signature cocktail. So the party starts the minute you walk in the door. They're handing you a drink when you check in. There's food and there's a night. You know, it the atmosphere. And here's what... I do a lot of hotel complaining because I travel a lot. Right. So I would know. I know. I get it. (laughs) Says the person who never gets it. Um, I when I I have a lot of hotel complaints. Right. Moxie is built for the people of our era, the people of our age. The millennials. Here's the thing. I always talk about like my dad cares about different things than I care about. Right. And I like he'll be like. Well, I went to this restaurant and and the food was small. And I'm like, what do you mean the food? Was it good? He'll go, I want the burger coming off the plate. And I'm like, but if it's a shitty burger, who fucking cares? He wants a a ton of terrible food. He wants like like a cow, (laughs) (laughs) like a big pig. So, but I'm saying at a hotel, he'll do the thing where he'll go, and the room was huge. And you're like. Well, I don't care. Were there right. USBs <laughs> next to the bed? Exactly. That's all I fucking dress me in chargers. Yes. I want so many outlets, outlets everywhere. I want to trip over an yeah. outlet. I want to put outlets all over the bed. <laughs> yes. I want outlets. I want to outlets sleep. coming from the ceilings. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I want forget uh, you, a mirror ceiling on the mirror. I no, want outlets on the exactly. dangling below me. But that's the thing about the Moxie Hotel. It is servicing the the pressure centers that are of a certain era. Exactly. And, you know, downstairs, you can get a drink, people hanging out. There's uh, games, there's, there's like Jenga, there's there's, so, there's stuff to also entertain you on like a date there. It's great. It, the Lighting's whole, great. It's it's like great for pictures, but also like kind of like romantic-y. If I was to write the tagline for Moxie Hotels, it would be Moxie Hotels made for mingling. It is. Because the downstairs is made for you. The room is comfortable and all that stuff, but it's made for you to go, get downstairs and hang. Exactly. So we're very excited to have Moxie. Uh, on as the tour sponsor, we'll be staying at their hotels um, all over the all over the country. And uh, listen, it's uh, is there anything else to say? I mean, it, it, we just had a blast, and I know yeah. you guys will too. And to say this is the type of hotel you bring the group chat to. Exactly. Great price point, great for a group, great bar downstairs, place to hang out. Let's do the show. What are we talking about? Let's do that. So we. We have our first email. Which, Can I plug one thing before yeah, we go? I know we spent like 15. I think this was a fun conversation. I enjoyed we made it. fun of some. Yeah. yeah, right. You, I wanted a couple of things. That's, you got back vacation. Mm-hmm. How was the vacation? So hold on. Okay. To let people know if they don't follow, they don't on follow Instagram, us, which they should. You went with Mike, your boyfriend. Yes. To Italy. And then Munich. And then Munich. <laughs> but hold on. It wasn't Munich first. This is important. Right. You guys are in, you're at the age right. where if you go to Italy, 
And it's on Instagram. And we're with, 30. And you're 30. <laughs> you're you're getting questions. Right. Yeah, no, we're definitely getting questions. But you know that so. going in. Like, yeah. you say to Mike. What, am I not going to travel? <laughs> I know, well, this is the thing. It's interesting yeah. that you're like, it's interesting that we've all become, because of social media, doesn't matter how big or small your following is. Right. Your following. It expects a certain thing from you. It, well, also, but, it expects a certain thing, but you have to have like, a PR meeting with Mike. You know, you have to go, well, how, you know, how? what are we going to tell people? Are the, are the fans? Uh, what, are the, what are the fans going to think? We go right. to Italy because you know the engagement questions are coming. Yeah, I got a, I got a few DMs. Yeah, I'm waiting for it. Like, okay, keep waiting. <laughs> I mean, that can't be a close friend that would DM no, you that. No, they're strangers. Strangers? Yeah, strangers. I mean, I was on, uh, I was away with Jess, my girlfriend, yeah. and she said to me, <gasps> the first did, did thing. Did you think you were going to propose? No. Nope. <laughs> 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 what if I laughed for the next hour? <laughs> How insulting. <laughs> Sounds no, like you're kind of doing that already. Sorry. Oops. <laughs> so, so um, no, she saw you were going to Italy right. and goes, oh my God, are they getting engaged? It's a first, to me. Right, to you, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people have that question. And I said, I don't think so. That was right. my, but I go, if it doesn't happen the first day, yeah. it Listen, ain't happening. you up, listeners. If I'm getting engaged imminently, you will know, okay? Well, the, an exclusive here. What? Everyone will know here first. You'll, yes, you'll know. You'll you, you'll hear it here first ish. How does the talk start? Like it's not really a talk. It's like uh, the way that we've talked about engagement is very. It's very clear to me that it's not happening in the next like couple months or anything. Okay. Yeah. But you go to Italy. Like now, it's like okay. Is mom asking questions? Is I mean, Dad, here's is, the thing. Everyone is entitled to ask all the questions they want. I'm not anti-question, but like I'm very I like to put it out there before anyone like if anyone sure. asks me about like how things are going. I'm like, yeah, we're living together. It's going great. Um, And like, you know, that that's something that'll probably happen eventually. But it's not like it's not like an it hasn't been discussed in like a in a such a concrete imminent way that it's like i'm i and i know and knowing my boyfriend sure it's not something that he would be like surprise sure, like it's just sure. not his style at all <laughs> like it would it would not be like it that. would it would you would know it's coming within the next you know hour or two <laughs> like, like, I, yeah. I i hear you i i just think it's interesting to me because the pressure mm -hmm. is so on your side mm -hmm. i don't feel any of that pressure right i, I if any you know i I think I mean, it's, I, and it's I pressure, hear, but it's not. Pro it's like it's kind of it's it's. But it's just annoying. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, 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 I would understand. I would think. I imagine it's like being married for like a year and people are constantly asking you like when you're having a child. Well, that's the whole thing about, you know, people write into this like, why won't he commit? I think we should do this email because I, I do think it's it's on subject. But it's mm -hmm. like the bus leaves the station and goes <laughs> like you guys moved in together. Now right. it's the next questions are about the next right. thing. There's never an end to like the, no the one, expect societal expectations of what's next. Of course. No, no one. When you moved in with Mike mm -hmm. and you go on vacation, no one says to you, how's the living t together thing going? <laughs> they all just expect it's going great. Okay. Right. On to the next thing. Yeah. Which is know? not right. Which is why well, I mean, that's just goes to show you how glossed over everything on instagram is it's just like yeah oh well we're doing this step then we're doing this step we're doing this there's no like you don't get any behind the scenes 
information about the discussions that go behind that about the totally. fa- about the fact that, because Instagram makes it seem like it's just such a like spontaneous amazing fun like thing it's like it's not it's like a financial question it's sure. like a um it's a security question it's a lifelong decision that like is that uh, to me if that was a surprise to me i would be like a little bit like almost turned off or freaked out like if i were with someone who thought that it was like a good idea to not discuss something like that with yeah. me spending the rest of our lives together and like us you both mutually dis- it's like the like the romantic proposition of an engagement is that someone asks you and you say yes, which is sort of the ant- antithesis of what we discuss on the show. Yeah. Right? That you should be the one that it should be like, a, what, what about what you want and a communal like discussion and decision? Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, I'm waiting around for this man to just like yeah. propose to, to, to ask me. I'm just sitting here waiting for him to ask me. I'm not, I'm like, it's like, it's, it's like the opposite of you taking control of of your dating life of your dating life and your decisions and it being like a mutual discussion like yeah. the real way that engagement should happen it should be like it, it should just be a picture of the couple and they should be like well we have we've been talking about this for a few months and we and, decided to take the plunge and, and financially this made a lot of sense right and you know at this point in our lives in our we're lives, both getting older yeah, yeah. it would be the most boring and least romantic of us thing wants to start over we actually had a lawyer draw this whole thing up uh, exactly. we didn't even write it I. It's it's funny to me because like it's it's like we are taking two different flights to the same place, mm-hmm. and you're on the flight ahead of me. Okay, and I'm <laughs> that and does seem like that. It does, right? and you're because I'm I'm well, with you should, my well, girlfriend like a year. Well, and you should hope that I don't get engaged for a while because as soon as I do, that's the I'm thing with pushing girls. off your engagement as long as possible. <laughs> I, I, well, the thing with girls and people in their proximity is like they'll is once someone around them gets engaged, it becomes like a little, it becomes like someone like flicks them in the head and it's like, when is that happening for you? Well, I mean, you guys uh, moved in and mm-hmm. now the next conversation, it's like you're texting me from the flight Wi-Fi that there's no, tur- the, no the turbulence isn't bad up here. You're, right. you're, you're going to hit something over Utah, but you'll be fine And once you get to LA. <laughs> and I'm in the back because, you know, we've had discussions of like, you know, moving stuff. Right. So and you're like one step behind me. I'm yeah. behind. Yes. But also seeing how the, you know, I want to know how the, the, the flight's how going, doing? how you're yeah. doing. Yeah. I, you know. No, I mean, it's great. It's fun. It's like, uh, it's, it's great. I wish I didn't care about when it happened. The next step. I wish I didn't at all, which would be like inaccurate statement. Sure. It's more just like, I would like to know that it's a hundred percent happening around a certain time so that, um, I don't have to think about it constantly. What do, you, what do you have to, what are you thinking about? My big fear, and I've discussed this on the show, I have a lot of relationship anxiety, not because mm. of him or because of even my relationship, just because that's something that's sort of like ingrained in me. Mm. So me as a 30-year-old woman now, as of, <gasps> as of two weeks ago, um, <laughs> my fear how is, many times have you is said how long it? am I going to live with this guy before I find out if he's like 100 per, 150% in and then like, uh, but, or is he just wasting my time? This wasting my time thing. I'm my, like, it's like I mean it's a, a par- is it that, I think that's like the biggest divide between men and women in this is whole that men game. don't think of it like that we have no clock we right. have well, no there's you don't no, have any ovaries I don't know what to tell I you I know and it's but it's, it's like, not a sexy conversation but it is kind of I, like a like what am I just gonna like be the chill girl until I'm 40 I could sound <laughs> really I could sound really stupid right now because I was actually talking about this the other day okay um and I don't listen I'm I, I this is gonna get people I'm going to have someone that's a doctor being like, well, to me, it's interesting that there's 
I'm not one of those like anti-capitalism people that's like okay. the businesses are bringing down our I'm not I'm, I'm pro-capitalism and for most things okay. but it does feel like that the hospitals are like pushing this agenda of like come on have the kids now because it's funny to me I would look this up the other day at 35 It's interesting. Well at 35 yeah. It's immediately it goes from regular pregnancy to geriatric to geriatric. Right, that's literally what it's called. That's literally I looked at it. Yeah, it's literally yes. what it's called. It's geri. There's it just goes from normal right to geriatric. There's no thirties no of pregnant like mater, maternal thirties. Yeah, there's, a, there's, there's no like softness right. into geri. And to me, that's like a marketing thing of like, hurry the fuck it up. Worked. Well, let me tell you something. It, it works. works. Yeah, and I know that a doctor might be Being like, well, there are, I know that the risks go up and the, like, you know, the percentages change right. between. Big fertility. Uh, yeah, is, uh, but this is what I'm talking is about. It is kind of funny to think about that like they were like, well, we got to, you know, you know, if they're, if, if we got we well, to shock these think, women into having babies. Think about the messaging coming into your head if you're a 30 something year old woman. It's mm. like, you better have kids um, in your early 30s or, or earlier or you could wait and your choices might be that you might not be able to have any. Yeah. Or you could have one that could be very ill. These, these are, this um, is what I'm saying. And that'll be your fault because you are because you were an old bitch when you had this, it. This is, yeah, this is to me that, so we. we imagine have, having that kind of clock. I can't situation imagine. Situation going is what on. We, you know, understand your enemy. <laughs> you know, like understand. I get it. So I, like understand but, when girls are like. Part, but it's not completely untrue. It's not untrue right, at all. Yeah. I, I, I'm. I completely, when, you know, this is, I, 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 I get it. Like, I, I, I don't get it, but I, I, I empathize with it. I'm, I'm like, I can't imagine it. Th- I'm 34. I can't imagine walking to the doctor at 35 for my birthday checkup. Right. And the doctor going, well, geriatric. welcome to being geriatric. And you're like, wait a minute, that just happened in a day. Right. That's like, what I'm it saying. It kind of feels like a marketing ploy to get you to fucking hurry up and have a baby so that the hospital doesn't go out of business. But. Like there's no like yeah I mean it's it's the same argument boy is like get a, get a mammogram when you're a certain age it's like yeah it's one day but it's like statistically this year is like the, I know. you know what I mean it's amazing the the flip over like and yeah. so like I'm saying if you're out there like I do want to well, read you're this also email. lucky I think too because like your Jess is how old twenty six right and you're thirty five not to say that this wasn't right. part of the plan well I'm just well <laughs> I'm saying that's a that's a for especially for your probably like the, the commitment timeline, I think that's probably she's been luck that you're that much older than her. Like my boyfriend, we're both thirty, right? Yeah. So it's like for me, being thirty, being thirty for a man and being thirty for a woman are very different things. I I can't believe that I was thirty a college ago. You know, like I was. You know, like, I can't believe it was four years ago. I can't believe I went through a college since 30. Like, I remember my 30th birthday. Like, right. all, that is crazy to me because my mindset, like... It's you, the same. <laughs> well, my mindset then, you know, just hearing you, what you're, you're talking about geriatric pregnancies. We're talking about that yeah. right now. And you're talking about that as like, yeah, that's on my mind. At 30, I was like, what the... I don't even know how to spell geriatric. You know, like, right. I'm like sitting there well, like an idiot. I mean, my like Mike is probably somewhere between, like, that and yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's quite there. But I'm just saying it's he's a different... He's got spell check. It's a different set. It's a different... To be this... It's like... It's, I think it's better to have a bigger age gap, like, at this age especially. Because I think it, it helps. It, because, like, if a guy is 35 and you're 30, there's, a, there's more of a sense of, like, you're almost on more similar... 
time or if i'm like i want to have a baby at 30 if he's like i want to have a baby at 36 i'm like oh not gonna happen like yeah yeah, yeah. that's not on my right. that would that would work for you if you had a 28 year old girlfriend i think the the point of this is all to say like we're dealing in two different schedules mm-hmm. one has no schedule and the other has is on their mind right you know like and that's you know when people talk about like well when you, why aren't you know, I'm dating this guy and he's 25 and he's just like, I'm not ready to commit. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. He yelled shots at a bar two weeks ago. You think exactly. he's fucking settling <laughs> down? I don't mean settling in that. I mean, like, you think he's like yeah. relaxing? You think it's he's ready to get on the flight yeah, to I, fucking move in town? I wonder if the geriatric pregnancy age was moved. To, you know, like the retirement age moves. Yeah. I wonder if they moved the geriatric pregnancy age to 40. If we could all just chill out a little bit. <laughs> if, if there was less stress. Yeah. I, I, well, there, I mean, the, the ideal age to get pregnant is like 15 for the healthiest baby, but like no one's doing that. Are you serious? Yeah. That's why they, you ever see like a, a teen mom, they bounce back from that pregnancy. Like immediately it's what their body was meant to do. That's the message of this podcast. <laughs> uh, do you ever watch, do you ever watch teen I, mom? I, I, kids I, like, I avoided that show yeah. just because it put the fear of God in me. Anyway. I, I, yeah. yeah. Let's do this email because I, I think this is on on subject. But listen, if you're out there, I mean, but the geriatric doesn't change. We live longer than we've ever lived. Did I know. Go, but why the, doesn't it go up? Why isn't it 37? Now? I think evolutionarily it, it should soon. I mean, right? I feel like eventually you would imagine that we would evolve so that like the primary age would be like later. Yeah, I would. I, I, I mean, I'm not. I, I hope the listeners know I, I'm talking out of my ass, but I'm like. I can't believe there's no middle name for it. Like, there should be. I agree. Like right? a uh, like, a, like a tween years. Yeah, give like... me a, yeah, tween pregnancy. <laughs> you guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy. They're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. 
Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey, J&J. Just started listening to your podcast this summer after uh, falling upon the Betches. I had a nice time in Other Lies. I love the book so much and needed some more. Thank you for being my source of advice and comedy. I'm wondering about the commitment excuse. I dated a guy for a couple months before staying, straying apart. Okay, actually, he ghosted me. We reconnected a month later. <laughs> we reconnected a month later, and he apologized, saying we were moving too fast, and it freaked him out. Now we're just 2 a.m. hookups every month or so. Cool. <laughs> Doesn't cool. sound cool. I am just hearing you guys read this and already mocking myself. Uh, yeah, no. I Thanks mean, for writing it. Thank you. Uh, and we kid because we love. Uh, the thing is, every time uh, we hook up, he starts a conversation about our quote unquote relationship out of nowhere. Recently, he was talking about taking things slow, but he says he just isn't ready to commit. I try to stay level headed and not get roped into it because if I get fucked over again, that's on me. I try to not to take him too seriously or say too much in these drunk conversations, but I like dating him and I still like seeing him. Do you think there's truly a wrong time for people and with time, things could be different? Is it or is it an excuse? If a guy is afraid to commit, is that a real thing? And how long does that last? What are the odds a girl he's ready to da- already dated would make that go away? I guess I'm secretly hoping he gets some revelation and is like, oh, yeah, she's great. Wishful thinking. What do you think? I think this is a is a really good question. It relates to everything we're yeah, talking about. Right. Does. Right. Like, yeah. Well, is it like I think it all it relates to some of what we're talking about and mostly in that early dating phase of like if a guy says that he doesn't want to commit does that mean like does that mean that's never if you wait around i think a lot of girls are in this mindset of like oh maybe he doesn't want to commit right now but if i like wait around for a while maybe he'll change his mind and like see what you know like in the rom-coms like oh yeah now i I realized you're the one like all that other do you think you could have ended up with any of the other guys you dated like that didn't want to date me that well (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but i'm saying yeah like please take me back i mean i dated guys for way too long thinking that they would like eventually come all right date yeah, dated i'll use the term loosely like i would i would see guys for way too long i think think thinking that they would come around and decide they, they wanted to and they didn't was there ever the other way around where you ended something and you look back going like i could have ended up with that guy. yeah i've thought about that too yeah yeah it, but here's the difference with I think with men and women in that feeling is that um, guys will continue to have sex with that girl. Whereas for yeah. me, once I decide I'm not, I'm not gonna date that person, I stop seeing them. Yeah, that's like I think that's really where like the big difference lies between like if the way I, I felt that way about a lot of guys, but I don't like uh, really like hit them up for sex. It's interesting because I was once told that, um, and I. I think I kind of agreed with this that like it's most uh, the one that got away is a male issue mm-hmm. because guys are more willing to like cut off something that's pretty good because they're distracted by, you know, options. Do you think that's is that true? Um, I think that's somewhat true because I do. I think back. I'm like, oh, were there girls that I dated that it could have worked out with? And I'm like, yeah, practically wise, I, it could have worked out. But 
as far as me emotionally, like I wasn't ready to like be on that, like even give right. someone a chance. Like I wasn't even going to get, let them in enough to be that for them. Right. So Inter- that's a very interesting thing to hear. Yeah. I think that they, it's, Cause I think a lot of the girls are like, why am I not good enough for this person that like they won't date me? And then however many years later or months later, they're dating someone else. No. Yeah. And I, they're I, like, well, what does this person have that I don't have? And it's really not about you. It's about, the person it was never about when i ended something it was never like fuck that person you know because most of my breakups was it ever though was it ever like we're not a match it was always we're not a match um but it was also i'm not even letting you in to figure out if you'll be a match I don't even care enough to really figure out if it could be something i'm not giving this the chance that maybe you are and i think that's more of what happened like we have a lot of people that break up in the way that i've broken up with people where it's like nothing bad happened it wasn't like Uh they walked in on me cheating or i walked in on them there wasn't a hateful moment and those are the hardest breakups to have where it's Mm -hmm. oh we're there's no reason here because i something she wrote is very screams to me i'm wondering about the commitment excuse like i don't like calling that an excuse like it what, sounds like an excuse, but what is the answer you would want? They, like at that point, she it sounds like when yeah, you say that answer is very hard to get closure with because you're like, of course, I don't because for for me like I and I've had a guy say this say this to me before. Um, that excuse is kind of like, well, like I've never I can't relate to that someone that I really am I'm sexually attracted to and really like like their personality. Yeah. That to me would never be, I would never be like, but I just don't want to commit. Like, I don't know, maybe again, maybe it's like the options thing you were talking about with men and women. It's like, I don't see it as like, I could be sleeping with every guy out there, but like now I'm at now I'm like roped into having like romantic loving sex with this person. Like (laughs) who wants like for as a woman, as a woman, um, (laughs) as a woman in her thirties, unmarried. (laughs) Thank you. You have to say it every time. That's going to be the new way I introduce myself (laughs) to anyone. Hi, I'm Jordana Abraham, woman, 30s, not married. Exactly. The government still considers me single. Um, (laughs) um, Can I get the loan now? (laughs) No, but I'll find a husband, I swear. Thank you. This this has been great. Um, What were we saying? The the Yeah, like for me, that's never been like, I just really just want to be able to hook up with anyone whenever I want to. Well, I think, well... I'm, I think like a lot of, first of all, when you call it the commitment excuse, the, I'm, I'm not ready to commit excuse. That is you putting on us to give you a reason to be better for us. And that's like, I don't think that's fair to yourself at all. Like, right. So you're saying by calling it an excuse, you're, we're thinking that it means well, we're, g- you're covering up for some flaw of ours. Yeah. Give me the other answer that tells me how I could be better. And it's like, well, first of all, that's not very nice to yourself. Like I, uh, who am I to tell? Right. I'm not. This isn't about you and and things you're not adding up. It's 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 not a math equation. You know, I'm sitting here going, you know, well, I I'm not even letting you in enough to even like explore. I yes, we're committed to each other, but I'm not like fully like there. Right. And it's like that has nothing but to do about you th- not th- being th- there. Th- like, yeah, that's you not wouldn't a, be there with anyone. That's not a girl that like magically. Oh, the, because then a lot of women will write and go, well, and then the next girl, all of a sudden he's in a relationship. And it's like, I don't, th- I think that was, 
their own breakthrough, not a woman's breakthrough. Like about the match, you're yeah. saying? I don't think that was like, yeah, I, I, I don't think that was like, oh, she she scored better on the quiz. You right. Know, it didn't. Well, if you ever thought like, oh, well, this person, I kind of like, I maybe I'm, I'm not hesitant to commit, but for this person, I don't want to lose them. So I'm going to do it anyway. Like, I'm scared of this commitment or this I'm is, hesitant to do this commitment, but I really like this person, so I'm going to do it anyway because I, I don't want to lose this This is kind of the problem with the dating apps and disposability. Like, you know, I, I do think a lot of guys, their ego is big enough, is so big and like, you know, you know, society, whatever you want to blame for that. But like they're going, well, when I'm ready, the right person will be there. Mm-hmm. And that's a nicer way of saying there's a lot of fish in the sea. Right. You know, and I think also the clock works in there. You guys are working against this imaginary clock where a buzzer is going to go off that all of a sudden you're geriatric. And I'm working in a world where, you know, there are older men with younger women all around. Your wife might might not even be born yet. (laughs) You said it, not me. I'm just saying, and I, I know these are disgusting truths to discuss, but I'm saying when that's the world around you, then you go, well, I'll be okay. I think right. like that's the thing. Your options aren't getting smaller is what you're thinking. Yeah. Right. Right. For us, it's like also like the availability of like, unless you want to date younger, the availability of like of single eligible men only narrows the older sh- you get. Sure. That's the feeling I would have. Yeah. Unless you want to. I mean, like if you want to date younger then yeah, but otherwise like the older men are. But then you're back getting in the married pool also, of younger guys yeah. going shots. Right. And exactly. you're like, you're, you're not you really necessarily yeah. interested in that. So it does work sort of against you in that way. I find the idea that like in some ways it seems like, oh, like guys are only ready to commit once they're old enough that no one is really no one wants to fuck them anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, so once once the No, I, I think it's less about You know what I mean? Like I understand I think that. about have you yeah. seen the movie The Wrestler? Yeah. Where he's like trying to date the stripper at the end. I, I, he used, I, to, be I, like, he used to be like the famous yeah, wrestler, yeah. and then like event, he like that now he's, he's like working, working at the deli, at the deli counter. counter. Yeah. It's just a sad movie. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, like here's the level of guy that like well now wants to commit. Now okay, sure. deli counter guy yeah. is ready. I, I you know, I think it's also we're not factoring in like the financial stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like I just went on a vacation with my my girlfriend. Okay. I was talking about this with a friend yesterday and I was like, there were girls in the past that wanted to do vacations. They were ready for the next stop on the relationship bus. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I just, I haven't taken five days off of standup in nine years. How did it feel? I had a good time. It was great. (laughs) I was was, was fucked up. I got, I went on the beach. You look tan. I'm a little, thank you. A little jealous. I mean, we were in Aruba. That sun don't stop. And I, I would sit out and you know, get drunk all day. We had a great time. Um, I realized that I'm very loud. I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> I had wow. No, I, yeah, I guess I guess six vodka sodas. Uh, Revelations. Yeah, I, I just constantly me going, or just going. You gotta stop. And I go me. You know that was <laughs> every day. Um, but I was thinking about like there were girls in the past that I was dating where they'd be like, okay, let's do the next thing that connects us more, like. Jess and I doing the trip, going to the airport, going through customs, yeah. going through that is team. all things that connect you more on an emotional level. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not saying everyone has to go on vacation, but take a fucking road trip that costs you 20 bucks. Like it's I, right. I'm not saying everyone has to take whatever, you know, but I'm saying the financial stuff where it's like 
if you're with someone who's like, I'm ready for the next thing, which is a vacation together. I thought back of like me at 27. Um, I could have gone, but I couldn't have dealt with the existential dread of having no career prospects when I come back. So like okay. coming back at 27 and going back to an open mic <laughs> would have fucking right. put the fear of God into me. So you're saying you, like, and is it this similar as like if you're for the for the people who aren't stand up comedians? Sure. Like if a guy is like junior, job, whatever, yeah. junior person in his job. Let's say you're an account uh, accounting person and you're like in the first, you know, two years of working. You got this mm-hmm. girlfriend who's like, yeah, I'm ready to like do the next thing. And you're going, I don't even like this accounting job. I might want to like switch to you know, a different industry. Right. How is he going to go on a vacation and feel good about, you know, when the world is saying that you got to be a provider. I think that's a male thing. It's a very male thing. Someone (laughs) wrote to me a DM the other day that they were mad that I was talking about how like women can't, you're saying women can't be the provider. I'm not saying that women can't be the provider. I'm saying, you're saying the societal pressure is different in the same way way it is for the babies absolutely geriatric pregnancy is weighing on your mind uh you're a loser who can't pay the mortgage is weighing on my mind (laughs) so like you know like and and that's where this you know the the commitment like discussion where you're like i'm dating this guy who says he can't commit Yeah, yeah yeah it's not about you it's about his bullshit Right, his but, but regardless of that, I, you should move on because you could find someone who's not in that place who is ready to date you. You're never going to convince them. You're not going to. Yeah. You're not going to be the and psychologist could, that switches it around for him. Even if you could, you shouldn't have to, and you shouldn't want to. No, and and also, I've never gone from, like she said, the 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 the, the events go. We dated. We we now now we're two a.m. hookups. Right, and you go I, back. I, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's going back. I right. don't. I, don't I mean, think- I think maybe like if you had a break, if you didn't see him for five years and you met five years later and he's in his totally different story. Yeah. But whenever I've told that to women, they go, oh, OK, good. So I'll just keep looking up for five. You know, they never. Right. Yeah. You have to go no, away. You have to go away, not care. And then and re-meet and they re-date. do always come back. Do they? They do always come back. I found in my experiences, they always come back. They always come back. Um, and. They're never serious until the time that you don't want them anymore. Well, are they serious <laughs> or are they trying to find a warm body? Because I've gone be back either. and I've been like, oh, no one will talk to me, but this person will respond to my tech. They've, they've right. had sex with me before, so mm-hmm. they will have sex with me again. Is really the reason a lot of guys come back. Well, they still come back. <laughs> yeah, they still come back. And, but then if you don't, but if you're not interested, they want to come back even more. Yeah, it, it, because then it becomes, you know, you know, why do guys play video games a lot of times? Win the level. Right. You know? Well, now it's like you can't get to that level anymore. Now, oh. Sucks for you, <laughs> Chad. You hear that? <laughs> when it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. 
No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some awkward sex. Let's do it. All right. Hi, Jared and Jordana. Happy pre-cuffing season. It's fucktember. Fucktember, baby. Fucktober. It's last week in fucktember. We're heading to fucktober. <laughs> a few <laughs> nights ago, I went out with a guy who was and 10. Then it's, and then it's no, November. Your mom asks you, are you dating anyone? <laughs> I go back. No one to bring home for Thanksgiving. I went back to his apartment. Uh, sorry. I, a few nights ago, I went out with a guy who was 10 out of 10 hot and apparently rich. The dream. <laughs> <laughs> I like this person already. I go back to his apartment, studio on the Upper East Side, and things not unfold. Not so rich. <laughs> studio <laughs> on the Upper it's East Side. not that yeah. hard, hard to come by. Yeah, how about a bedroom? And things unfold as they usually do. I have an alarm set so I can go back in the morning and get ready for work. When I go to leave his apartment... <laughs> Hi, I'm Richie Rich. Welcome to my studio. studio. Never been said. <laughs> <laughs> when I go to leave his apartment around 6 a.m., I open the front door. The tenant across the hall also opens the door and calls his name. Also Jared, LOL. <laughs> Clearly, I am not Jared. After she realizes this, she retreats awkwardly back into her unit without saying anything. A few, years, a few hours later, I text the guy and mention it, and he brushes it off. I go to his place again last night, and he says he has to go into the unit across the hall since the other person moved out, and he has to take care of some things. Mm. Question mark. Um, I thought it was a bit odd that he didn't say anything about the woman who asked for him the other morning, and now we're in her were in her apartment, so I asked again. Turns out his family owns the whole building, and that was his mom. Oh, shit, he is rich. Anyway, please <laughs> let me know. I take it back. What you'd call this one. I mean, well, his family is rich. Yeah. He's got the studio in the building. Yeah. Um, meeting Someone the family batch. Maybe that's, well, I think he's doing well because maybe the whole building is taken. So it's now the only has, unit left the only for, unit left for Richie Rich. It's the studio. Oh, man. So she basically had an awkward run-in after sleeping at the guy's place. Yes. What would you call that? Family Matters. Oh, um, I like that. Mama's House. Mama's Boy. Yeah. Mama's Boy. Um, I would call it, oh, my, because that's the, vo- the noise she made when she saw him. When you saw the girl, would you be okay if with a girl who lived in the same, if her mom lived across the hall? I'm pretty. Are you oh, still going to her apartment? Yeah, I'm great with moms. I, I 
I, 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 I love a mom. I, I, mom is constantly just dropping in. Hey, hey, like I'm one of those. It's like you wanted like, to bring your mom on vacation, right? Well, this was <laughs> <laughs> so we went to Aruba and I, I go, um, I was like, shall I book the trip? And I was like, you know, we should tell my parents they love, you know, they'll they'll come. And she was like, I what? No, no. <laughs> I don't. Oh, your first vacation in five years. Yeah. Um, you want to bring your mom along? <laughs> and I was like, uh, uh <laughs> I guess that's I guess I hear your point. Right. So then I couldn't tell my mom because I was like, I knew the minute I said it, she would be like, well, we'll she'd want to come. I'll see you there. And so then like three days before we left, I was talking on the phone with her and my mom was like, so what are you doing this week? What's going on this week? And I'm like, I'm actually going to Aruba on Tuesday. And she was like, what? For what? And I'm like, going on vacation, going with Jess. And she goes, you never told me. And I was like, well, someone on the trip. You're I'm not going to name names wasn't you know didn't want didn't wasn't want trying you there. to have you as you know wasn't wasn't trying to get the word out if you know what i mean and my mom started laughing because she understood it you know right that's the thing like i i don't hold back on this stuff like when like you want to run to the mom in the hallway if you ran to my mom i'd be like that's hilarious it right. wouldn't be you wouldn't be lying about it like this guy no i'd be like yeah that's mom i i own the building <laughs> say hi to frederick the doorman i'm dunston yeah. So I don't know. Would this be a problem for you? I wouldn't love it. I'm just imagine like yeah. I mean, I guess it would be fine if we were like I'd be first I'd be like, Oh, I met his parents already. It was great. <laughs> I'd be like the opposite of Jed yeah. from the Bachelorette. <laughs> you, He's trying to downplay it. I'm uh, like, yeah. I'd I'd be like, Yeah, like we first date, we he's like obsessed with me. Yeah. That's <laughs> it is funny what you know, what women will like you know, and I met his friends. Okay. <laughs> like, right. I don't really see. Yeah, that's that not a huge barrier to entry no, there. No, I can I tell. only, I don't protect my friends. Like, yeah. it's like you're a single parent and they're your children. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> oh, you introduced me to your friend, Bosworth. <laughs> like, yeah, Boz. Yeah, I think I'll be able to yeah. break the news I to him. I think he'll be okay if yeah. we don't work out. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll let him know mom and dad broke up. You know, like. Exactly. Um. Do the I, name? I, do, I like Family Matters. I like uh, Big Mama's House. I like that. Big Mama's House. Let's um, do it. Not a red flag. I mean, has anything ever happened to you like this? Where you like you ran into a parent or whatever? I Not really. Although when I was in high school, I lived my um, my like house had very bad cell phone service. Mm. So you had to call my house in order to like. That's it, enough reason for me to move out. And you'd also get lost yeah. a lot. It was like mm-hmm. kind of like in the a little bit in the middle of nowhere. Okay. So people, so I would have a guy I remember like wanted to take me on a date, and he like mm-hmm. called my house, or like he was like taking, he was like coming to pick me up, but he was like lost. So he called my house, and my mom answered, and then like she put me on the phone, and she was like listen, I, like she was like listening in yeah. on the whole conversation. She was like, "Nigga left," and I'm like, "Get off the phone." <laughs> remember that like growing up when you'd be like, "Call my house," but I'll pick up on the first ring. Right. Like it was like be talking yeah. on AIM or some shit, and you're like, "I right, call right before now." Before cell phones, B- yeah, yeah, before cell phones, so yeah. you pick it up right as it, so it wouldn't. But ring then in the someone house. else could still be on the like listening in. Yeah, <laughs> thank God we don't have to deal with that anymore. Uh, thank you to our God, the cell phone. UUP at betches dot com. UUP at betches dot com. Keep sending these emails. I love these emails. Great. Do we have a lot of them? We have. We get a lot. The awkward huh? sex. Or just all, an email. Yeah, we general. get a, We get hundreds and hundreds a week. A week. So don't 
be upset if we don't answer yours immediately. I mean, obviously, we're not going to get to all of them, but we're yeah. going to try to get to as many we as we like, can. But remember, be interesting and, uh, you know, make them not, be interesting. not, not that long. <laughs> yes. If it's, B-I-N-T-L. Be interesting, not that long. There we go. B-I-N-N-T-L. <laughs> Bintel. That's our new slogan That's for emails. Slogan. Hi, J&J. I'll get right to it. See? Right away. Getting right on the podcast. I'm guilty of stalking the following page on occasion. The following page. On Instagram. That's called the... It's... it's not I do the Discover this. page. No, not the Discover page. The Discover page is for amateurs. Okay. Um, It's more... You see where you go and it says oh. you, and then it says following. And now I get to see who's liking and yeah. commenting on everyone's the posts. The following page is for the real crazies. That's for me. I'm on yeah. that constantly. More really? than the, More than the regular page. This is when you know women are fucking evil. Oh, I'm a lunatic. Yeah. That, I don't think any men even know the following that's page That's how we find exists. out that you're following all these Instagram well, people. this is what I'm saying. The following page. liking pa- the page. And that's, look, that's why women are like, I'm so embarrassed. You're following it. It's like. Embarrassed for who? You, you're the only one for on me. that page. No, your friends are on it too. This is what you the the older you get, the more you realize how hyper competitive so many women are behind the scenes. I'm like, interesting that you like that photo. Who else is in it? Let's yeah. <laughs> what? Have you gotten to the right. Have you gotten to the 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 Zillow ages yet? What do you, oh, what you find out a lot yeah. is that like I, like a lot of my friends that are in relationships, like the the wife is a big. Oh, she looks up the address to the see ad- how much the how house, much their the apartment house costs. Is, yeah. oh, of course, yeah. this is not. Not a lot of men are doing that. Oh, it's like yeah, that's like one of the most fun activities. Men don't want to find. Give out. me your address so I can find out how much your rent is. Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> can you believe they pay forty five hundred a month? You guys are out of your mind. There, there is a. And you find out right I'm away they'll go. I'm surprised you don't do it. Why wouldn't you? I don't need to know what people spend on their fucking place. Like, I, it <laughs> doesn't help me or hurt me. Like, what am I going to do with that information? Well, I stalked it morning after my boyfriend went out with his guy friends to a bar. I noticed that my boyfriend had followed a random girl at 2 a.m. I asked him if he had met. I love that she found out the time, too. It's great. Yeah, this is this is. So she I was like up this girl. At, She's a. I asked him if he had met any girls last night, and he told me no. Upon further question, I like. Have <laughs> no. you met any girls last night? How do you ask that casually? Mean any girls last? Like that's how I imagine it being asked. Upon further questioning, I, I like. Girl, that I de- feel like it's so funny that all the movies, the detectives or these men, like women, would be so much better at it. Yeah. I think, like, uh, yeah, they would really. You said you went to the victim's house at four because your story says that I. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mark Norman, great comic, has a joke about this. Does he? It's funny. About women being detectives. I don't know. You look him up on We would Instagram. be so much better at solving these murders. Upon further questioning, came to find out he had met that girl. His friend Kenny, always a Kenny. Had ran into his ex-girlfriend whom he still hooks up with. Kenny is always a bad influence name. Kenny's a bad name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad dude name. Um, and she was friends with her. Also. She was with her friend. Women also have this thing where certain friends are good. at. They want you hang out with certain friends. Don't want you hang out with other friends. Like I, I've a lot of times been not liked by the significant others. I can see that. Of my friends because I'm there going like I'm like the truth sayer. Well, you 
Are you the truth sayer or the are you the uh, let's I, have more fun tonight? I guess and I'm like, the hater. Or like uh, relationships are unnecessary. I get kind of guy. I would never say relationships are unnecessary, but I guess I'm a window into the life that they're leaving behind at a certain point. Right. So if you have your friend Kenny, well, it's like, do you want Jess going to hang out with all her friends with babies? <laughs> it's uh, like the same. <laughs> the married friend yeah. with three kids is probably the equivalent of you back in the day to the, these sure. girls. Okay. Like, uh, yeah. Like, if. Stop putting those ideas <laughs> those in his head. Hopped up ideas in your head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she was with her friend, aka the girl my boyfriend followed on Instagram. After all the lying, uh, saying he didn't know who she was, he finally told me the truth. They had hung out at the bar and played tic tac toe and exchanged Instagrams. She really got a lot out of him. Actually, of info, that's kind of impressive. Tic tac toe is one of those things that a guy would say to soften it. Like we were just playing tic tac toe. Right. Like it's a kid's game. Okay. You, no one fucks after tic tac toe. It's a flirty game though, I think. Any game is a flirty game. I I'm with you. He this was his ex- his way of tick trying to bring it yeah. <laughs> he tells me nothing else happened. Oh, we do tic tac toe. Um and they all went home separately. What would you two do if you were in my position? Would you believe him? Am I being crazy? Side note. The girl follows 43 people on Instagram, so to me, that's pretty weird she would want to follow some stranger in the bar. Should I trust him or should I move on? Uh, I hope you pick this email because I need all the advice I can get from you guys. What do you think? Good email straight to the point. Love it. Um, It's a good, and it's also the perfect You Up podcast email because it's dealing, the intersection of technology and trust and relationships. Right. It's all there, and it's a situation lipstick on the collar. This is the lipstick. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm starting to compare Instagram to like your drunk friend from college, just like always just like getting you in trouble, in trouble. and like uh, saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. Right. It's like, weren't you really into butts? <laughs> yeah, I'm into butts, Instagram. Quiet down. Stop suggesting all these other <laughs> yeah. things. Look at these <laughs> other butts. <laughs> Okay, Instagram, put it away. Right. You know, That's what do you very think? Funny. Would you be? Um, I would be a, okay. Part of, I, I, I feel for her because this is one of those things where you could build the case either way. You can't you know unsee I mean? this shit. You can't yeah. unsee it, but like it's the, he lied about it, right? Yeah. So like he could have lied because like this is not something that she would want to hear. And he and in my head, I'm kind of like he could have lied because. It was actually relatively innocent. Maybe he was doing some flirting, but like whatever. And then um, he followed her on Insta and because he was drunk and he was just kind of like whatever, but it didn't actually mean anything. Yeah. I could be that. Which yeah. is like the the case that he's saying, and he just didn't tell her because like she seems like someone who would definitely <laughs> be upset. Like it seems like if she were the kind of girl who might be like, oh, like, like fine with that. He wouldn't. He would have told her the truth. Sure, he would have been like, ah, "I met this girl. She was flirting with me. We follow each other on Instagram. I'll follow, unfollow right now." Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He went into full. Right. Which would still be kind of annoying, but still like annoying. Um, more okay. The lying thing is like makes me a little uncomfortable. But from the from her from the extensiveness of her stalking and questioning, I could sort of understand why <laughs> he might be tempted this. to do so. But I do think it's shady, and I don't think it necessarily means nothing. What do you think? It's not nothing. I don't know. You know, she says they're boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I, I stalked my boyfriend. So they're together. Right. They are. I would. Is this something that happens all the time? Is this a, right. is this it's kind of question. out of nowhere? Do you not trust him? Because it doesn't seem of, like you do. Yeah, there's two type of boyfriend flirts. 
Right. There's the one where you're setting yourself up for the hookup later after the relationship ends. And the one where you're just trying to entertain yourself when you're there. I yeah. Think, right? And I think that's like kind of normal. As, I don't know. No as one wants person. to hear that as a person. Someone cute and attractive is looking you in the eye and talking to you and being like, hey, uh, and touching your arm. And you're going and you're like, ah, whatever. And then you get a little drunk and then they're like, I should follow you. And then you right. want to follow because you're like, I just want to see what this girl looks like when she goes out in Miami. You know, like I, I understand. I think it could happen the other way around. I think girls like I don't think it's like Absolutely. I don't think it's a necessarily like a, a terrible thing to be out and flirt with someone when you're in a relationship. You, as well, long as you're not getting as long as it's the type one part. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. Yeah. Like if your I, girlfriend went out with her friends and they were talking to a group of guys and she was talking to some guy like for for a bit. Would you be upset? Uh, I wouldn't be upset. You know, like out you of sight, know, out of mind. Probably, you know, right, like I don't, you wouldn't know. No, and like even if you did, you'd probably be like, "All right, well, like, whatever." Like, and I would understand to, talk to an attractive person. I would also understand him going, "Hey, I should follow you on Instagram, right?" Because like, he wants more information. He wants to look at her and see what she looks like in the light of uh, a sepia tone, right? So I, I, I do understand how the Instagram thing happens. She says she only follows forty three people. Yeah, this girl was attracted to your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys, and I think women do this too. I think we all want to see if the claws still are sharp. Yeah, you know, want to make sure you still got it, still got it, still, f- and you're out, you're having fun with your friend who's flirting with his girlfriend. There's another girl there. You're not necessarily flirting, but you're talking. I, I do see how this stuff like all happens. I do understand why she's upset because it's like you have to fucking follow, like you have to right. go that extra step where you now basically have each other's numbers. Yeah, because you know that's the right. thing. Right now, it's like you're maintaining a connection, which is yeah, the that, annoying thing. So now that person's there for it's if not, we break up. Now you have a backup plan. Like what the fuck? Right, that part I agree is like the more. Yeah, it's one thing to flirt and be nice and you know laugh at someone's joke at a bar. It's another thing to like have all their information to you know right to be able to like contact them when you need to exactly yeah. and and to have a backup plan for this relationship. So. And I call, I mean, I've called right, it on this like podcast. It's like finding the card with the person's number on the, you know, yeah. how it used to be, like in the jacket. Sure. And you're like, who's this number? And you're like, right. oh, we met, we were talking and, you know. Why do you need her number? Well, she's. Or like, a, if you got the number, just throw it out. Yeah. You used to like, be able to like, you know, I feel like you used to maybe like be able to throw out a number. Sure. I mean, this guy never thought you were going to be on the following page and see this shit. Oh. Um, but I mean, I've called the, hook, the hookup alley-oop. Right. This is, this is him. It's one or the other. It's. It's that he's about to throw the ball to himself when he's single or right. and the hookup value is when you you you're in a relationship, you get someone's information, you're lining people up, you're lining them up for when you right. dunk them when you're eventually so single. When she says, should I trust him or should I move on? I think what you said earlier is the most important thing. Is this like sort of like a pattern of, yeah. of the, if this is if this is an isolated incident. I think you can let it go. Sure. Um, or you can say that it made that 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 like kind of upset you and made you uncomfortable, but then let it go. Um, if this is something that happens kind of frequently, or something that obviously not this exact thing, but things that are like that that sort of make you think that perhaps he's not like a hundred percent in it, or he's like still looking elsewhere, I think then that's like a bigger cause for concern. If once a week he goes out with Kenny and he never responds to you, yeah, right. This is what he does, and he got caught one of the million times he does this. Right. But if this is one night, I I think you talk it out and you say to him, unfollow that, right. that person. That I mean, yeah. Matter. And I think it would be the same thing for you if, if as the girl. Like if you were going out constantly with your friends and ver- following various guys at two in the morning, 
Like that would yeah. be some cause for someone else's and concern. It, and if it happened once, you go, yeah, I was yeah, with my friends. That was friend, weird. Sorry, whatever. that was weird. I'll oh, unfollow. Yeah. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Hey, J&J, big fan of the podcast. I've been listening since I started with the apps on and off for the past two years. I recently went on a second date with a guy where he suggested we switch bars. Taking Jared's advice to switch it up during a date, we switch bars. But I know... Have I said that on this show? <laughs> you say that a lot, yeah. Uh, yeah, you yeah. switch bars. Yeah, always switch traveling. bars. It's a, traveling. Traveling yes. is you saying yes and getting, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a buying signal. Um, but I noticed that when we left... When we left the first bar, we were heading towards the cross streets of his apartment. When we turned in, uh, turned on to what I presumed was the street, I asked if we were going towards his apartment. He said yes, but also suggested we go to another bar. I chose to go to the bar given it was the second date. At the bar, he mentioned that if it was the third date, I may have chosen his apartment instead for a drink. Discussion of a third ba- date has come up since and... Uh, at what point do you stop going for drinks and you go for dinner or other fun things, comedy shows or other activities? Two, a part of me wants to f- not follow his pathway, first date, second date, third date, fuck, mm-hmm. just to show a little control. I also feel like if I go to an apartment on his apartment on a third date, I'm just another girl and nothing will come of it. If I don't go back to his apartment on the third date, does that send a more serious message or does it not make a difference? Thanks in advance. Um, what do you think of this? I don't like that he was like. He like led her to the apartment and then tried to like. like yeah. Well, is that what she's saying? It's like a little. I guess they were walking towards his apartment. He's like, we can do my apartment or another bar. And she's like, I'll do the bar. And then right. they get to the third. And then the discussion becomes, well, I guess on a th- I'll have to wait till the third date. Hint, right. hint. Okay. We I see. fuck. Yeah. Naked, naked. That type of thing. Yeah, that would annoy me a little bit. It's also just kind of, it's like in the same way that like you, that you probably think that we're formulaic when we're thinking about it like that, like to almost like to say it out loud, take something away from it. Like if that had happened naturally, it would be like one thing. Yeah. You don't want it to be like, no one likes to feel like something is like expected of them. Yeah. This makes you think like, oh, if we go out again, like, like this is what I'm expecting from you. To me, this isn't the match. Yeah. To me, to me, if you're on a date and the guy goes... Back to my place, and you go really. I, I, I guess we're a third date. It's like that's right. someone like who's very clear about like what they want. I feel like clear about what they that. want. Um, also, like their confidence is low on how this is going. Right, I, they feel the need to like rush it almost. Totally. Right. I, I think the problem with this date in general is these are two people that are putting the value of if this person likes me on the hookup. So like even right. she says like I I don't want to if I go back to his apartment on the third date am I just another girl? Well, do you want to? Right, like that's the bigger you, question. Yeah, you know, I, I there's this whole thing of like doesn't seem like you like him that much. Hook up because you will feel good about the hookup. Right, not time it so that it's like so that it creates the optimal like relationship. Yeah, yeah. and and I get why people do that, but like no fuck has ever kept me. Right. Well, I'm saying like, like that's I, why that's why she's thinking it about it in the wrong way. Like how, and we've discussed this on previous episodes. It's not like how long do I need to wait so that he'll like me. It's more like how will having sex with him on X date make me feel? After. I think it won't make you feel good if yeah. you won't, if you don't even feel good talking about the hypothetical sex. Right. How are you gonna feel after you've done it? Right. And it sounds like if you go on this third date with him, he's gonna be like 
kind of pushy like a, about like it. Like a Wolverine. Right? Yeah. Like, that's no, not fun. No. I, I it would, doesn't feel spontaneous and sexy. I would cut bait because. It I, sounds like you're signing a contract. Like, yeah. okay, we go out again. Like, we go out again. Like, you're coming back, right? Like, right? next time yeah. you're coming back, right? <laughs> That'd be the most annoying. Right. Yeah, he's a used car salesman right. at that point. It's like someone who asks you if they can, like, kiss you. Hey, yeah. It's kind of annoying. Like, how do I get you into yeah. this dick? Right. <laughs> you know, like, uh, what can I do here? I cut the price. Do I got to take you out again? Like, it's like, what? <laughs> right. When does this become, you know, like. That's not the way to close. No. I, I, I think um, just because you found someone that went on a couple dates with you doesn't mean you have to go on two more dates with them. So, like, hey, yeah, you guys went out. It got a little weird in the second one. Goodbye. Right. My parents, we always say, <laughs> we say goodbye. <laughs> My aunt used to date a guy who, who loved talking about Italian meats. So he'd always go the Capricorn, the blah, blah, blah. you know he say yeah, all the yeah. names, and and then he would we we just started making fun of him. The Gabagool. the Gabagool. We started calling it Gabagoo. Okay. And now when we say goodbye, like when someone's like going on a little too long, we go okay Gabagoo. Look, so, at, I find it so funny. You have like a, this like adorable little like fi- family dynamic. What? Do really? you guys go on bike rides together? We've we've ridden bike. No, we go get uh, pedicures. <laughs> That's something we do on you occasion. You have this like little like wholesome family with yeah. their own like little inside jokes Gobble. and shit. Well, I think I it's think we should. Cute. We should have <laughs> this is a pl- this is applicable to this date. Right. This has gone on a little too. Okay, gabagoo. Yeah, gabagoo. I, I feel that. <laughs> you know, like I think it's a. It is because sometimes I'll be on the like I'll call my parents when I'm walking somewhere so that I have someone to talk to so I don't have to feel like I'm walking. Okay. So I'll be like and then like they'll catch wind of like oh you're just calling me to fill space. Yeah. And then they'll be like okay gabagoo you know like right because they know that's that yeah. it was a it was a time, filler call. This is a filler date. Yeah. He's just trying to get to fuck town. Gabagoo. Bye. Let's do some let's play some games. Let's play some games, okay. Red flag or deal breaker? One month into going out, his mom hijacks your date, orders dessert, and sits next to you on a shared booth. This girl wrote in that that's actually happened to her. It happened? Yes. Um, she pops into the restaurant, <laughs> orders dessert. <coughs> it is ballsy. Like, would your mom do that? I, I would like to think. I would be more the one to be like, sit, you know, whatever. Well, here's the thing. He had to have invited her. Right. Or told her where he was. The only way this I don't know. I could see the the situation where you're in a you know city A and your family lives in city A, too. And they're walking by and they see you in the restaurant. And they go, oh, shit. And they walk in. And you go, we're about to sit. Oh, we'll have dessert. We'll have coffee. I, I could I could see that happening. I don't know if I'm. It would, creating it would depend a more on the guy's reaction, I think, to this happening than the fact that she did it. Would he, how would his reaction have to be? If he was like, oh, yeah, my mom's, it's great. My mom's coming in. She's going to like, like, she wants to. Oh, if he planned it? Either she, either he planned it or he just said it. He didn't ask you. He was just kind of like, oh, my mom's going to join us. Like, I hope you don't care. Hope you don't mind. Right. Or oh, like, that would be annoying. That would be annoying. But if he, if it was kind of like, oh, like my, my mom is like, I'm sorry. My mom is like a pill. Um, pill. <laughs> a pill. <laughs> and uh, she's. She told me she's, she's showing re- up. She's showing up. I'm really sorry. This is like kind of those weird. Those two ways are very deal breaker. Both ways. Both those ways. If it happens those ways, okay. out. What? Because that ain't getting better. What do? You, what is? If the mom thinks that she can just overtake a date and you and the he doesn't son, do anything and he doesn't do anything and also he doesn't and he's like well, we just have to deal with this now. 
If you're dealing with it on the first date, it's only getting worse from there. Right. My the other way that I just explained where it's like a happenstance thing where like, oh, they're walking. What oh, is, shit. You are you know, if it's a surprise. So only if the mom has forced herself in there. If it's saying. forced on the date. Gaba, if she gaba sees go. you. Okay. If she's if, if it's. She would have to see you and plop in. I didn't know you were going to be here. Hey, and then plop in. I'm fine with that. Right. <laughs> Because that you can't. That's fair. I think that's a, that's that's accurate, right? That's just, you need a guy who understands boundaries. Yeah, you need to understand. Or a girl and a mom that understands boundaries. Right. You know, like I told the story about going to ruin, saying to my mom, like, and telling her the story about like someone didn't want you there. Her laughing at that is an understanding of like, yeah, yeah, yeah back right. away. Right. She wasn't like, what do you mean she didn't want <laughs> yeah, me to yeah, come? Yeah, 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 that wasn't the response. Well, screw her. Yeah, get rid of that. I'm bitch. coming anyway. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that. <laughs> Book yourself with uh, two double beds. <laughs> I'll be in the bed. I'm gonna be at the shuffleboard court. Yeah, yeah. What do you? What do you? Think? I agree with you. Yeah. Now that you said that, their room has absolutely zero decor. It's just white walls and a bed. I think I'm okay with this because guys are like, I feel like they're are similar or close to that. I've met, sure. I've met a lot of guys who are maybe not that exactly. You're looking close. at one. Yeah. Yeah. I am not. You're not, you're not, you're not finding the correct art. No, to put on I, the, it doesn't. There's no live, laugh, love poster above any my bed. Family pics. In the living room. Kind or of. Or does it look like a serial killer? Like a, storage It looks space? like I moved in six months ago and I moved in three years. Ago. Okay. So that's you. That's what me. if, what if it would happen with the girl? What if you went to Jazz's apartment? Um, Blank it wouldn't, wa- white walls. It wouldn't speak to me. Like, it wouldn't be like, I wouldn't go back to my friends and be like, and I mean, you won't believe how she lives. I think dirty is worse than that. Dirty is worse than, uh, than uninteresting. Uninteresting. Like, I, I don't, you know, I don't think I would, I, by the time that became something I thought about, I'd be so deep in the relationship. But I'd be like, can I really deal with, like, is this woman not going to make it you, a home? You, you would you know? just you would just use it as your I can't commit I can't, to yeah. thing. I can't commit to someone who won't put a poster on their wall. You know, a poster? Like, I don't know. What do you put Older. up? <laughs> Where are the plants? Right. How can I there expect you, you to have a child before 35? You can't even take care of a succulent. All right. Let's do one more. You want to read it? Yeah. Hey, Jared and Jordan. I love the pod. Listen every week. I'd love to get your thoughts on something odd that's happening with a guy I'm seeing. We had matched a few times on the apps and the last time finally decided to meet. Had a lot of fun and attraction is definitely there. After the first date, he started Snapchatting me to tell me how his day went instead of texting me, which is fine, except he always uses the bunny filter. <laughs> I find it a bit of a turnoff and between the voice and the ears moving, it's hard to con- <laughs> concentrate on what he's actually saying. I've asked him to text me, but he won't. Am I letting this bother me too much? My question is, is this a red flag or a deal breaker? This is a great one. This is a very funny one. I like that it's real. I love that it's real because I wouldn't believe it unless it was written in this way. It's so absurd. Um, I think it's a deal breaker. Definitely a deal breaker. It means you're like kind of absurd. Either you're either absurd or like very insecure. Mm. Like you can't like show your face without a filter. What's funny to me is like the email together as one whole thing makes it a deal breaker. You met, you matched a bunch of times on an app. You finally went out. He won't text. <laughs> Why is he finally went out bad? Just the idea that this finally happened, a first date. Okay. If a first date took this long, how long is it going to take for the second date after you guys have already met and he's like, he knows he can have you meet him up? Okay. The He won't text you. He'll only Snapchat you. Three strikes, you're out. And now it's bunny filter. 
To me, he's trying to, when someone does that, they're trying to keep you in a cartoonish, non-serious uh, serious world. Okay. So that's why he comes in with Bunny Filter. That's why he's on Snapchat. He could unsubscribe from you at any time, and now he's just the Bunny Boy. Right. He wants. He's not looking to not be ridiculous to you. Yeah. Because if you were if you were talking to a girl and you're like, we're taking her seriously. Yeah, we're texting. One of the first things you'd probably do is <laughs> not use the Bunny Filter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also there's a little bit of badness to that because guys do like looking good. This is like an underrated thing. Okay. He thinks he looks That's good. what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like a little bit, it's like sort of like absurdity mis- mixed with insecurity. Yes, absolutely. It's a di- And if a girl did it to me where everything, everything was just, yeah. I'd be like, oh, this girl can't she's, even look herself in the she's mirror. She's sending you nudes with the bunny, <laughs> with filter. The bunny filter. I mean, if I was into that, if I was like a furry, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, at least you, you, we've, I found the one. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I don't oh. know. This That's our a, show. A long one, but I think it was necessary. I think we yeah. had to get a lot of that out of our system. We did. Uh, and next week, we've got a really special guest. Special guest. And if you're in uh, Miami, Orlando, Atlanta, Nashville, get those tickets. We're coming soon. If you're in the East Coast shows, those are also coming up uh, November 4th through the November Not 8th. 4th November through, through the 8th. 8th. D.C., Boston, Philadelphia. And, and New York. New York. I'm telling you right now, Boston and New York, uh, you better get those tickets now because they're selling out gabagoo to those. <laughs> and um, I'm going to be in uh, Appleton, Wisconsin again or no, it's haven't, it hasn't, hasn't happened, happened yet. yet. Okay. Um, it's October, October, October 2nd through uh, October 3rd through 5th. I'm going to be in Appleton, Wisconsin. I'm doing stand-up. A lot of people have made fun of me because I put up dates on my Instagram okay. where I'm like, I'm coming to Miami, Boston, New York. Appleton, Wisconsin. Appleton, Wisconsin. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, LOL, Appleton. No, I can't wait to go. I love a yeah. weekend at a club, and I'm going to be doing stand-up there. So if you guys are know people in the area or in the area, come, bring the group chat. My debut stand-up album is coming out on Friday. You can stream it on everything, Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music. It's out there. Just search my name, Jared Freed. It's called Always a Mama Bear. Uh, If you like the podcast, I'm sure you're going to like this. I taped it during a sold-out weekend at Gotham Comedy Club in New York. The shows were spectacular, and I'm very proud of the album, and I would love for you to listen. So go check it out. It's called Always a Mama Bear, and it's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music and Pandora. You can also buy the album on Apple Music. That'd be great, too. But however you want to listen, just give it a shot. Check it out. But uh, anything else going on? That's it. Download ship. Cupping season. Get yours. Boom. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.